It's so catchy though. Since you're, since you're on Remix Twist. <laughs> Welcome, Nerd Nation, to another episode of Nerd Speak. This is going to be episode 68, and you just heard the soulful sounds of one Lando Calrissian. Uh, just kidding, that was actually Childish Gambino. Just kidding, that was actually Donald Glover. Just kidding. It was mine. There he is. <laughs> Uh, that was the genius of my time. I think he's uh, he's got it going for him from my generation. You made it sound like it was in the past. No, from my, my time. My generation. You mean, you mean from now? From now. Of, of now? This of time. this time? Time is present, past and future. Of this era? Welcome. Welcome. So, this is Nerdspeak, as we said. And with me, as always, is uh, my Uncle Ted. What up, and my older uncle Brian. Thank you. And in studio tonight we have a very special guest. Live from live from Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Missouri, You're gonna have to scoot down. You have to talk into the microphone. You're here now. Greetings. You're in it. Greetings and salutations. We have Jason Shackey. Jason Shackey, all the way from Tennessee. Jason, how you doing today? Not too bad, Brian and I just made our uh, probable last Toys R Us trip of many, 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 many Toys R Us trips over the past 20 years. Oh, bummer. Did you, it's kind uh, of sad going in there. Dude, it is kind of like, <laughs> somebody made this gift that's like, uh, it's Jeffrey, like all like yeah. down and crying, like you just see a big tear and it's like, I don't want to grow up. No. Like, oh. well, the thing is, you're in there and you hear everybody, you hear it from everybody else walking in there like, this is so sad. I can't believe this is happening. Well, folks, you stopped buying your shit there, so guess what? Yeah. <laughs> I saw the announcement that everything at the office, the headquarters, is now going up for sale, too. Like, what do you mean? Office furniture, laptops. Oh, Jesus. Refrigerators. I'm getting it. Even Jeffrey. Oh, There's no. like a big statue of Jeffrey in the lobby, and then the last thing it says is even Jeffrey's for sale. Dang. Uh, <laughs> no, I, saw, I saw something about that, and now I'm about to look that that someone's buying uh, the intellectual property, I guess, or whatever. Oh, really? Considered mm-hmm. Jeffrey, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Interesting. So maybe Toys R Us would do like an online store, get re- resurrected? I don't know. The, the last thing I heard was that KB was going to try to like come in and take over most of their locations. KB Toys? Yeah, KB is on his way back. No fucking way. Yeah. Do you think they'll go that big? I mean, they never really ran stores that big. I don't know. That's the problem with toys. They were always like <laughs> Well, yeah, it was just too much. You know, I mean, like you created Babies R Us. Get all of the baby shit out of Toys R Us. Yeah, they had to duplicate it. Make way. Uh, well, that's a, yeah, that's a. It started to start off in such a bummer. Uh, sex toys R Us. Bummer. What is it? They own sextoysrus.com. And <clears throat> and numerous other. Could have been possibly inappropriate web 
websites. Oh, when the internet bought them up, yeah. When the internet was early, they bought all those. <laughs> Interesting. Well, let's maybe get to some higher notes and talk about some last movies we saw. Jason, <laughs> what was the last movie you saw? Uh, Brian uh, repeated and uh, took me to uh, we saw Solo last night. A Star Wars story. How'd you feel? Uh, no spoilers. No, that's okay. I know some of you. This half of the table still hasn't seen yeah. that. Uh, I'll say the same thing I told my other friends that uh, I was I was content with how they did the movie. Like okay. I thought it was good. Uh, Glover is an outstanding Lando. Uh, all the other characters were good and what I expected. And uh, there were some neat, at least to me, some neat uh, callbacks to things that were in the books that hypothetically don't exist anymore. Okay, because so. I was going to say, because we go and see all of the like numbered Star Wars films, the, what do you call those, the saga films, the, saga the, stories? The, the, the Skywalker legacy. The Skywalker legacy films. We always go and see those together, and uh, you, yeah, you've brought an interesting perspective, because I've never paid attention too much outside of Shadows <laughs> of the Empire to the extended universe. Yeah. But I feel like you bring a pretty bright light to that, at least story-wise. He is our EU. Uh, <laughs> professor of the EU. Professor of the EU. I now defunct EU. I owned, I owned every book until, I think, Phasma. Okay. So. Interesting. The, and Red. The occasional, yeah, the occasional good and uh, the lots of bad. But you always wanted to know what were they going to do, what yeah. they did, you know, something new. Exactly. And, yeah, so. I feel like Michael Bay could direct a Star Wars movie and our asses would still be in the seats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Darkest timeline. Yeah. So, Brian, I take it Solo was the last movie you saw as well? It is also the last movie I saw. And this um, was your second viewing. Second viewing, so it's probably my last and second to last. No, second to last might be Deadpool. No worries. Deadpool 2? Yeah, this will come after or before Solo? Before. before. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, I've seen Solo twice. I would advise everyone not to see it in the uh, real 3D. They kind of filmed this movie a tinge on the dark side of things in terms of light. Color. You know, not, yeah, the color and, and just background and light. And those three real 3D glasses are tinted and it just brings it down another notch. So mm -hmm. it's after, and then we went and saw an IMAX last night and things popped a lot better. It was a lot more detail, looked really good, found some cool Easter eggs. Oh, good. So, chock full of them? Uh, there's a fair amount. Good. Ted, what about you? What was the last movie you saw? Technically, the last movie I watched was Hercules. Hell yeah, Disney's. <laughs> yeah. I watched oh. that yesterday, but. You want to uh, know why? Because it's the best fucking movie so proved on my. Well, they're doing away with a lot of the Disney movies on Netflix. So yeah, because they're just trying to catch them up. Mm -hmm. And like it's been forever since I saw Mulan or uh, Lilo and Stitch and Pocahontas, which is god awful horrible. Really, <laughs> like, I haven't you know, gone back in a while and watched that. But anyway, we were before we came down to Grayson's graduation. I was watching that with the boy, and he fell asleep. So gotcha. Can watch it. Last movie in the theater was Deadpool too. Okay, so you've seen that as well. Mm -hmm. So Have I'm you? the furthest behind. Mm -hmm. Now your mother keeps. Uh, your mom keeps standing me up for our date, so... Your mom. Your mom. Uh, well, for me, the last movie that I got to see, and the reason why we didn't record last, well, part one of two reasons we didn't record last week, uh, was uh, Infinity War again. 
and uh, I took my girlfriend to see it. Well, she she, had, she loved it. She was, she said she's never been so stressed out in a movie theater in her yeah. entire life. Like she was legitimately sweating at how stressed <laughs> she was. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, it's been a month since we've seen it. We've talked about it here. So I don't know what happened this time, but when Gamora died, like openly wept to the point where Aaron was like, are, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Shut up. Watch the movie. You're cutting on you. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but it was, yeah, it was much more emotional this time. It, it is. And it was like, I knew it, it was coming. Watch. It was like, damn. Spider-Man didn't affect me nearly as much this go around. Nah. But damn, I don't know what it was about Gamora. I think it's like the actual thinking of her being totally, totally dead. I think she's gone for good. Right. I don't think so. We've had, we've had this conversation. That'll be another podcast. That... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to get through this one, uh, going over the box office this past weekend, uh, the boys here contributed to Solo, a Star Wars story, getting a $29.2 million in its second week. Yeah, which second week. And, uh, 29.3. Or 29.3, excuse me. Almost more. It says the biggest drop. For a movie to maintain first place yeah. in the first and second week. Interesting. So, let's see. I mean, yeah, let's see if we can see it. But then uh, Deadpool's coming up in second place, and it got twenty three point three million in its third week, right? Yeah. yeah, third week. And Adrift, which looks fucking terrible. Yeah, we we sent Terry's mom and aunt to that last night because they didn't want to see Solo, so we sent them off to see that. Bye, girls. <laughs> You sent them adrift. Oh, yes. Uh, and that came in with 11 point, uh, 11.6. I don't think that's going to come close to budget, is it? <laughs> yeah, let's see. It was at 35, and yeah. it made, yeah, made 11.6 in its first weekend. So, uh, but then we've also got some new trailers this week. Uh, Suspiria is a new remake from a bunch of people you've probably never heard of, but I thought it looked interesting, and I'm big into horror movies, so I figured we would watch it. Um, so the guy that is directing it is, uh, what was it, Luia, Luia Guada, Guadagnino. He's the guy that directed Call Me By Your Name, okay. uh, which was up for the Oscars this year and did really yeah. well. Uh, but it's also based on an original movie from Dario Argento which I, I wasn't familiar with either version, uh, so I found it today because a friend had posted it. And so I didn't know if either one of you guys had seen the original one because it came out 40 years ago, so. No. Burn. <laughs> Sick burn. I don't know, we should have Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on Betamax. Maybe on Betamax. Well, it looks like uh, I'm just Marco, sure you're older than Jason, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're going to make sure. Barely. <laughs> Did you ever see it, Jason? Have you heard of it? Do you know what it is? Nope. No okay. idea what else. Margo, yeah, I think Margot Kidder is in it. That's the original, isn't that her? Oh, Reason That doesn't look... Yeah. Who is that? I don't or, no, that's the girl that played Marion Ravenwood, isn't it? Karen something? Oh, that's... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. What's the name of this uh, movie? Suspiria. She's in her own house. Yeah, but the basic story seems to be the same. It says though, a supernatural trouble is afoot at a dance academy. A dance academy, uh, and it's got Tilda Swinton in it. And, yeah, I was uh, ten when this came out. So, yeah. 
fingerprint makes much Moving on. The scary Sweet. movie that looks interesting as fuck is Hereditary. Everybody keeps talking about that. And they're like, oh, it's a new horror movie for the new age. And I was like, and you don't seem at all. It, it, does, it looks about meh. A, I can't remember if I saw it or not. Kind of Kate Blanchett? No, it's got like Tony Collette. Oh, is it Tony Collette? Yeah, the Kmart version of Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Yeah, well, I said it here first. <laughs> Um, then we had another, or an, uh, an interesting looking one, I thought, to uh, the sister Sisters Brothers. Yeah. Which, that was good. Sisters is their last name, but it's Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley. Yeah. And uh, they're they're on a hunt. Mysterio. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> We've been gone for too long. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it and Riz Ahmed. Is that yeah. Is that you guys' name? And, uh, yeah, John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix are on the hunt for Riz, and, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal lets them know that he's got him in his custody, but then, plot twist, Riz knows how to find all the fucking gold in the West, so not gonna give Jake up. then decides not to give him up, and it becomes a good old Western shootout. It's pretty good. I think so. It looks funny, but serious, like, uh, the Cohen brothers take on... Yeah, uh, a little bit. What the fuck was that movie? Uh, Big Brother? No. Um, their Western movie that they did that was a John Wayne remake. Oh. Uh, Help me out. Why am I looking? Yeah, um, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. God damn you. Cox. I just watched uh, True Grit. True Grit. Thank, Thank you, Jason. I Jesus. just watched about half an hour of the original before we left on Thursday. Or on oh, Thursday. really? Yeah, that's, Such a good I one. I kept thinking, Rawhide. No, wait, wait. Is that? Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that noise, folks. Uh, then we've got another iteration of the Jungle Book coming out, but apparently this one's going to be the darkest one we've ever seen. With, yeah, uh, Andy Serkis' first directorial debut. His directorial debut. His first directorial debut. <laughs> you only get one. Yeah, sorry, we haven't been gone long enough, apparently. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, it's another Jungle Book story with a bunch of other CGI animals and a bunch of white people right. voicing the jungle animals. I, I don't know. Looks kind of bad. Yeah. Short jumpery. It's got, I mean, it, it's got such a stellar cast, though. Yeah, uh, doing the voices. Yeah. Kate Blanchett, Christian Bale, Cumberbatch. He's a fucking national treasure in England now. Yeah, you heard about that? You know, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of with Brian. I think this is maybe one too many. I'm just And it's like, so. Well, I mean, at least it's the next chapter. It's not just redoing Jungle Book again. Uh, yeah. Like the origin story. Yeah, we've had over and over again. So at least it's moving the story forward. But is it. This is not Disney property, right? No, yeah. this has no connection yeah. to the movie that just came out, what, two years ago, last year? Two years ago. Two years ago? Uh, so, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, then we got Wreck-It Ralph uh, Breaks the Internet Today. Right, that's the drop today. And first full trailer. First full trailer, as, we, as we've discussed in previous episodes as to what breaks down in a real trailer and a teaser trailer. So, Brian, what did you think of that one? I still got to see the first Wreck-It Ralph. Shut you haven't one. seen that one, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, my God. That movie... But I think it looks good. Yeah. That movie got real heavy real fucking quick. <laughs> it was really good. Have you seen it, yeah. Jason? Yeah. 
What'd you think of the second trailer or the first trailer here? For the uh, if you saw the first one and you liked it, you probably, probably, like probably going to like the second one. Yeah. yeah, I thought they kind of put it out there though. They're going like uh, anything that Disney's own, Disney owns, it's in this movie. I'm like yeah, like yeah, they walk into Disney, yeah. and it's like oh hey, here's Star Wars and Marvel and Lucasfilm. <laughs> Look at all this all shit we own. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good scene. There's a good yeah, there's a good scene where Penelope jumps into the princess dressing room. And uh, they figure out how and why and what makes her a princess, and it's pretty. Funny. I don't think it was the original princesses doing the voices. Like I don't think that was uh, Kristen Bell and. That was that is that is yeah, Adina. I'm sure they brought the lady back from Snow White and Cinderella. Well, those two <laughs> obviously are not the original, but the more the recent dead princesses, ones. The, dead ones. Yeah. the dead ones are not there. There's no uh, there's no CGI princess Leia's in here. And then uh, what's her face? Tiffany Haddish. Oh yeah, she's playing. I think the the character at the end, the blue one, called Yes. 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 Yeah. She she's the one who's kind of like the uh, does all the explaining of the internet. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. They uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because Jason and I were talking about it beforehand. If they touch on any of the dark shit that <laughs> that is the internet. Uh, any rule? What are the rules? It's a dark web. Rule twenty six yeah. or sixty two or whatever. Or what eighty percent of the internet's porn. Yeah, yeah, and if you can think about it, there is a porn about it. Yeah. Uh. So that yeah, I'm excited to shit for that because I love the first one. For uh, sure. And then the trailer we were going to discuss today was the Christopher Robin movie got its first full trailer as well. Yeah, you can go cut onions with this one. Yeah, dude. It looks heavy. Mom texted me after this. She saw that. Uh, but faded out Tigger, man. That one's kind of hard. They're all like, yeah, just like pastel-y, real light and rugged looking. His nose is missing. Yeah. <laughs> and like all of them are missing. And somehow Ewan McGregor, who's playing adult Christopher Robin, has to find them. And then and his kid comes, yeah, yeah. His kid comes in. It's kind of a la Hook. Very much so. Like, yeah. I got that vibe from it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I, see what I, kind still, of I still cry every time I watch Hook at the end. Mm-hmm. When, uh, yeah. When when his kid's <laughs> playing baseball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whole, from that point on. Go like, home, Jack. Dusty, dusty in the man. Cool. Well, moving on to some nerd news we've got this week. Uh not the heartbreak kid, but uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Carter, excuse me, is uh, rumored to be the next Bond villain, which mm. is still going to be Daniel so Craig, Craig. Craig, Johnny Depp, and and uh, will be in it along with uh, what's his name directing? Uh, yeah, I think no, Tim Burton's uh, got a hold of it. Tim Burton's directing it. Danny Boyle, or uh, is he? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Boyle's supposed to be directing. And apparently Johnny Depp is on the verge of death, according to people. Uh, cool. Really? Because he could not yeah. fuck himself. Well, God, did you see him in the new trailer for Wizarding World? Stuff? Yeah. He I mean, he's dead. supposed to look haggard in that, but... Um, Why is he near death? I don't know. I just, apparently some of his Instagram posts have got people worried that he does not look very well. Drugs? Maybe drugs, rock and roll. Did he ever really look really well? Yeah, Danny Boyle's directing it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. It's just called Bond 25? No. Oh, okay. They never get the name out until yeah. down the road. 
It's the 25th one, though, is that correct? Yeah. That's right. Is that why I can assume it was, they titled it Thunderball? Is that counting the uh, Thunderball remake one that is outside of... No, I don't think so. Connery outside of Sean Connery one? I don't yeah. think it counts that. Never say... Or, uh, never, never say never, never again. again? Yeah. Is that the one that wasn't a book? No, Thunderball was a book, but it was something to do with the rights where Connery was required to make. I feel like Connery was required to make so many movies and he didn't or something like that, but it's Thunderball remade. It's the exact same story, exact same. Well, Thunderball gets remade like three yeah. times. But it's not really. Several of the stories are remade yeah. over and over. Like Moon Murder is a remake of Thunderball, I think. Yeah. It's just the same plot, just updated with different things and they did that but this one this, the, that never say never again had to do with some kind of contractual dispute with yeah everyone gotcha and so but, but is it in the bond canon i don't think so yeah that's why i wanted that's why i asked about the 25 is that uh, i'm trying to remember what the details again. were on that it was like yeah. uh like they don't call him bond or they don't call him 007 or or something in that movie you know it's uh are you looking that up yeah okay well, while they look uh, that up, we can move on to some other news and come back. Um, the kid, because uh, I, I don't know who he is, and don't spoil it for me, but the kid from Deadpool 2 that he has to save from Cable, uh, Julian Dennison, is sorry. Never Say Never Again, essentially a Thunderball remake that officially sits outside the James Bond canon. But of course, is it is a Bond film, and it stars Sean Connery, who had vowed to never again play Agent 007, Following the '97 release of Diamonds Are Forever, it's technically received. Diamonds. Go back to the strange history of yeah. that, because it'll, it'll probably tell you more what the reason why it happened. Because we went to Roger Moore, then back to Sean Connery for this, and then back to Roger Moore. And there was also uh, what's his name? That not the not the new villain, the guy who did the one, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that sits uh, George. That stays George in Latin. That, that's in the yep. canon, but yeah. Interesting. It was not produced by Eon Productions, the Cubby Broccoli Sire Studio that's delivered the vast majority of the Bond films we know and love. Yeah, that's something to do with Fleming's estate. He's, he's not still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's why it's his estate coming out. Oh, really? Uh, the key player was producer Kevin McClory, who developed the plot for what was to be become Thunderball with Fleming, as well as writer Jack Wayner. The story was abandoned, but then novelized by Fleming, with no credit given to McClory or Whittingham. McClory was successful in a subsequent copyright claim and received two key items, production credit on the Eon film adaptation of Thunderball, as well as the right to produce a different film of the story once 10 years had elapsed. The eventual result of all of this legalese, Never Say Never Again, essentially a Thunderball remake that officially sits outside the James Bond camp. There it is, folks. James Bond 101. Heard it here first. <laughs> or if you read Decider a couple years ago. Uh, McClory, however, cunningly had included Connery as a consultant from the project's beginning and was eventually able to lure Connery into the starring role. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, moving on. We're down that road. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Julian Dennison from Deadpool 2 is joined uh, on for Godzilla vs. King Kong, which is, that, is actually happening. Is Bob? Yeah, Millie Bob in that one? Or is she just in the Godzilla sequel? Is there, is, are they doing the Godzilla sequel before Kong? I believe so. I think she's in the Godzilla sequel. 
Right, because I think it's done. Oh, really? As far as filming, yeah. But we'll just see when they tack on the kaiju. Uh, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong vs. the kaiju. I'd, I'd go to see that. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, also, Roseanne was a total jackass this week and got her TV show canceled. Uh, she sent out. How do you a, fuck up your life? Yeah, what a one. <laughs> How do you get fired on your day off, Craig? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so because that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were going to Go smoke this weed, Craig. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, she said some bad things about people in. ABC came back and canceled her show. Said, cool, see you later. So there's been an outcry <laughs> for... Is there really being... an outcry? <laughs> uh, on the second well, half of the story, of yeah, there was a large sigh of relief. And then ABC deciding that they want to keep doing this, but somehow do it without Roseanne. Right. So there may be a new show that comes out of this with all of the characters that is, as I said today, would be potentially focused more on Darlene or right. her story. Sarah Gilbert's character. Um, but, and I've also heard Dan. Yeah. Just do Dan easy. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe kill off Roseanne. I don't know if he would do it without it. I don't think he would. Yeah, he's, he seems relatively loyal. And that's going to be the biggest question, how loyal are these people to him? Right. Oh, I'm sure Becky's in it for the paycheck. So whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, but because there's obviously a slot missing from ABC now, people have been writing in petitions to get some of their favorite shows revived since this revival did not do very well. Um, and two of the big ones were Agent Carter and Pushing Daisies. I did not realize Pushing Daisies had such a cult following. It is fucking amazing. Have you ever watched it? No, it was only one season, right? Two seasons. two seasons. And I didn't, so two years ago when I was working at Angie's List, my friend from... Hang on, either one of you guys? Pushing Daisies? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Okay, so I never watched it while I was on either, but, so I watched it for the first time two years ago because my friend had it on DVD, and it was when I was living in my apartment with no internet. Okay. And so uh, I got through both seasons, and they're they were awesome. And that's a Sam Raimi, right? Is no, it's uh, Brian Grazer. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think is his name. He's the guy that did Dead Like Me. You talking about Brian Grazer, the guy from Imagine with Ron Howard? Brian Grazer? I think so. Isn't that who did it? I'll look it up right now. I got this handy dandy computer. Okay, go ahead. Um, but anyway, it starred Lee Pace, uh, Chi McBride, Kristen Chenoweth, and... Uh, was, it was just a really good, cool show with like a fun idea for like a weekly procedural. Brian, Brian Fuller, that's who it was. Um, so he actually reached out to ABC and said that they should get a revival, uh, which I would be totally stoked on. Because hmm. they left it like super hanging. Right. Uh, as happens when you're a great TV show that only gets two seasons. Um... Then, and we'll talk more about that later. Uh, we also got, uh, I read an article this week on comicbook.com about Pedro Pascal and his potential role in Wonder Woman 2 being Dr. Fate. Is it Wonder Woman 2 or Wonder Woman 84? Well, it's Wonder Woman 2 set in 1984, which is another thing. Uh, yeah. So does that put her in the TV Wonder Woman type? No, that was earlier. 
Deep down, there's a whole segment of your brain locked off that was Linda Carter in mm -hmm. anything that you could have seen in the yep. 1970s. So I know <laughs> it's in there. Just have to dig it past all the Pokemon. <laughs> I can't believe this is like, yeah, early 80s or, or, or yeah, it was earlier. So they think he might play Doctor Fate. So it could be a potential. Yeah, and so somebody did like, uh, it's this guy who everybody's like head over fucking heels for. Boss Logic. Boss that, Logic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because James Gunn breathed. Instagram something he did and everybody lost their mind. But I mean like everything that this dude does like a mock-up of like hey here's what everybody could look like. Every website I see is like Boss Logic knows what everybody's gonna look like and here it is. <laughs> it's fact. It's fact. Boss Logic did it. And uh, but yeah he did a mock-up of Pedro Pascal as uh, Dr. Fate and it looked really really cool. I don't think he's tall enough. How do you ever know how tall you? He's always floating in the air. If it's a cartoon, <laughs> how do you know it? anybody's relative size? From what I've seen in Doctor Fate, he looks like a pretty stout dude. I would say no. tall and slender, if anything. Right. Yeah, he's he's sure he's five ten. Yeah. One eighty. No. Yeah. Yeah. You play him justice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's buffed out and they're ridiculous. Anyway, you're just happy to see him again. I am very you're excited. Just Jones and Game of Thrones for him. Fucking love him so much. Uh, so that would be really cool. But then on yes, on top of that, as Ted said, uh, Patty Jenkins came out and said that the movie would take place in 1984, and released a really cool kind of teasery poster for it that was all mocked up 80s style. Speaking of, we got a poster for the Lego Movie Two today. Because the trailer drops tomorrow. The trailer comes out tomorrow. We'll definitely talk about that next week. For the coming pieces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one here, we've got uh, Doctor Strange. A couple of things. So first off, Benedict Cumberbatch is a real hero, and everybody should admire right. him as such, because this motherfucker stopped his cab ride to get out of the car and take on four dudes that were beating up a delivery driver on his bicycle. And he kicked ass. <laughs> so much to the point that he like snatched one of the fuckers up and all three of them took off of the other guys. And then the cab driver called the cops. And he is the one that like recounted the story for news sources. So I thought that was pretty cool. Benedict Cumberbatch is a real hero. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that the fight took uh, took place outside of Baker Street, which is Sherlock Holmes' address, <laughs> who Benedict, Cum Benedict Cumberbatch plays on the BBC. So it all comes around. Did he watch the new ones? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. They are Fabulous. phenomenal. Did you not watch them? No. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, dude. Those are on Netflix, and those would be a good way what's, to do What's crazy is, like, it's, there's, like, three, three episodes per season, right. but they're all, like, an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> like, they're all, like, okay. little movies, especially. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, it is so fucking good, though. I can't believe yeah. you haven't seen it's it. Like, I can't watch Shit, Elementary sorry. at all because they're so good. Which one? Elementary, the, the Americanized version. Oh. Mm -hmm. Swipe Love. Yeah. The Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, God, that was an Whatever, that one sucks. <laughs> uh, but as well as uh, these past couple of weeks, I found an interesting theory about Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel and how they're going to be related. Okay, um, lay it on me. I can tell you how long you are. Yeah, right. Uh, so it says, to give you some context, this is from a Reddit user, Whamsy, the one and only. 
and uh, seems to start right after Doctor Strange comes out of his meditation and tells Iron Man the futures he's seen. Well, this sets up Steven's future decision to give the Time Stone away, telling Stark uh, it was the only way that they could win. The theory states that after seeing the future where they win, he had to set off some dominoes, and that means going back in time. Doctor Strange knows what happens in the future. He sets it up, in fact. He knew that Thanos had to snap his fingers at that exact right moment and under all these certain conditions for them to win. He is setting up Captain Marvel's return to Earth. I believe he'll appear in the Captain Marvel movie and tell Fury it is vital for him to carry to carry around the pager to contact Captain Marvel. It says Nick Fury knowing about Stephen Strange, uh, oh, from Winter Soldier. Uh, let's see. It says this explains why in Captain America Winter Soldier, a Hydra agent mentions Stephen Strange's name as the enemy. Um, as meeting him in the uh, past, the Fury would have would have let him bad boost job of reading. Start, no, it's a shitly <laughs> written on comicbook.com. Essentially, the, the, the reason why Captain America gets, or gets brought up in Captain America is because Nick Fury would have known about him because Stephen Strange has gone back in time. Well, that makes to, sense. I, I, I find that about 100% because Nick Fury, like, knows there, he, he's aware of a moment that he has to have that pager and when it's happening. Right, like it seems so, very... So as soon as he sees Maria disappear, he's like, oh, oh shit. shit, this is what Strange told me I about. need to go get the thing out of the bag. In 1990. And so he was very aware of what he needed to do in that moment before it happened to him. And why Captain Marvel has never been contacted up until this point. And this, and, and this also, in a way, reinforces my notion of getting back all the faded out people. Mm -hmm. Because Strange says this is the only way we'll win. Right. Well, the only way we win is if we get everybody back. Right. Otherwise, there's, we're just going on the way it is. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, yeah. There, there's nothing to win back at that point. If everyone's still dead, there's nothing that they can win. Yeah. We've, we've not won. Um, so, in game is that we get those people back. Yeah. So, it says, so Nick Fury, knowing about Stephen Strange, lists him as an ally to S.H.I.E.L.D., which, of course, is how Hydra knows about him in uh, The Winter Soldier. Despite him just being a neurosurgeon, anyone who is an ally of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a threat to Hydra. Uh, which kind of goes against their thing, because they were listing off like eight-year-olds in that movie as like potential threats. So it, the, the potential threat came from like, not a, it wasn't a database that S.H.I.E.L.D. had, right? It was the only Could thing that, was it? Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he'd see something uh, along those lines in the film, meaning that we'll get Stephen Strange in the Captain Marvel movie. Does that mean you don't get a Doctor Strange 2? Oh no, we're getting a Doctor Strange 2. We'd have to, right? Yes. If you think so. I don't think it's official. I thought it was. Yeah. Alright, so why is that wrong, Ted? I don't think quiet. it's wrong. I think they're just connecting the dots up there. Like every, everything you said does not it all makes sense because that's already laid out. They're not saying that it's some out of left field character, you know. Yeah. Sort of big bold and, prediction. And, right. And there there's got I mean, we know that there is some sort of time traveling or they're going back and looking at another they're looking at the past in some other way. So that has been 
So you think Wham's are the one and only is right? Mm-hmm. You think Wham's are the one and only is right? I can agree with how they made that connection, though. <clears throat> but so I don't know. Do you believe the right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not going to agree 100% no, he plays he comes up right. He plays this Fox News shit all the time. You go fuck yourself <laughs> on that. You... We got into it pretty heavy. Mom got scared last time, so let's not do it again. Alrighty, that's all I have for the news this week. Uh, we can play the Kevin Bacon game now. Uh, I had, we didn't, we said not to bring Jason in on it this time, but Ted and Brian uh, were given a name at the beginning of the show. There's not as much dead silence this time around. We'll wait for the Facebook Live to get going. You know, we did see at the movie last night, Solo did a, a, a longer trailer for Venom. Another oh, really? trailer. Yeah, and it was, it not, actually. Not as horrible? Not as horrible. Like the scene with the first trailer where he's sitting in the bed, like shaking. Yeah, you, you actually, they now have the Venom symbiote taking him over. And then, uh, but it looked better. I mean, I think Jason turned to me and said, hey, you know, I'd see that. So. Lean on in, Jason. <laughs> All righty, and we are going live on Facebook in three, two, one. Boom, here we are. Are we live? So, the way the Kevin Bacon game works is whoever's driving the episode that mm-hmm. week uh, will give the other two guys an actor's name. And they have to figure out movies uh, in certain steps that would relate that actor to Kevin Bacon. And whoever can do it in the shortest amount of steps will then get the point for that week. This is the new game that we're playing for this quarter, 10 weeks. Uh, So since I'm driving this week, and since we talked about Christopher Robin, I gave Ted and Brian Ewan McGregor before the show started. And both of the boys said that they could do it in two names with potentially doing it in one. So, Brian, since you go. All right, I'm going back to the well. Okay. Because it's uh, for whatever reason when we when we get this into is that. not cheating. You did not no, no, I typed the note down earlier so I wouldn't forget. All right. Um, like I did it like ten minutes ago. Okay. There's timestamps. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, Ewan McGregor was in. Um, all the, it's written down. You're doing a great oh, job. Oh, I did an abbreviation. <laughs> uh, the old the West movie um, with Ryan, Run, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, the the, the big yeah, it just came out. It has a uh, or it's been out for a while. The the West movie. With uh, McLaren, no, I'm getting there. The only ways to die in the West. No, only ways to die in the West. The only ways Ryan to die in the West. Was, Ryan Reynolds and Ewan McGregor weren't in that movie. Are you sure? That's a Seth MacFarlane so, movie. Yeah. No, neither one of those guys were in that movie. I'll look it up to be sure, but I'm fairly positive that neither one of them were in that movie. Yeah. Uh. I'm pretty sure Kevin Bacon was not. You well, and McGregor was. You and McGregor was in A Million Ways to Die in the West? Yeah. Cowboy at Fair. Okay. 
Prove me wrong. Okay, so you want to start there. How the fuck? Who was in our? Did you know that? No, stop right now. How the fuck did you know that Ewan McGregor played Cowboy Number One? There's like all these appearances in that. There's all these little cameos in that movie. Ryan Reynolds is in it too. I didn't get to him. I yeah, I just pulled it up. Let me stand it up. So he just basically admitted that he's cheating. No, I just typed it in. Because there's a shit ton of people in here. You know, Patrick Harris. Well, he's, well he plays like the bad, yeah. like the secondary bad guy, right? Or shop owner. I swear Ryan Reynolds is in this. The other way I thought it was going to go was uh, in one step was uh, I was thinking Flatliners. Thought, I couldn't remember if Ewan was in that or not. For some reason, I thought he was. Dude, he would have been like 10 when that came out. I'm not seeing Ryan Reynolds anywhere. Alright, maybe I'm wrong then. I do see you and McGregor. So, if Ryan Reynolds is not in it, does that bunk your bracket? So okay, Ted, you said you could do it in two movies. I don't understand. <laughs> you do well, no, I. It's it's really hard when you get put on the spot like that, right then. But that's why we did this at the I beginning, know, and you two said you had easy. two. You wrote yours down and couldn't get it out. Well, it seems no, like there's was trying to one, but there's, there's not. Well, he got none, so you can you just go with your two. I went to Caddyshack, or Caddyshack, uh, Animal House, because there's so many people in that yeah. movie. They crap ton of movies, like Donald Sutherland yeah. and Tim Matheson, who were in tons of stuff. Tons of it. Oh, well, if you're going to do that, yeah, there's your two. Huh. Kevin Bacon's in Animal House with Donald Sutherland. Oh shit, no, never. No. I'm going Ewan McGregor and Sutherland is the wrong. That's the. Yeah. I, I was trying Tim Matheson because I was thinking he was one, did one of the X Men movies, but. No. Like no. the Days of Future Past or one of those where he was, you know, it wasn't the regular guys, you know, like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the team. I love, yeah. That's a good one. McGregor is the problem because so many of his movies are set Scottish or British, and so you have to have someone who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But he was also like in the so, so here's so, him to big people, and he was in the Star Wars movies. That's the one. So the big one. Deadpool three. No, it says right here. Because you could, they, cause if you go to Star Wars, then you've yeah, got Mace Samuel, yep. and Samuel is that key. I would feel yep. like that would unlock everything. Well, yeah, because then you go to the MCU, but. I was trying to do it without using Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is in A Million Ways to Die in what? He's not listed in the cast. He's listed in his listing. Jesus. <laughs> Rest of cast alphabetically. 
No, where I screwed up, I was going life less ordinary, but I got her and uh, I got Cameron. Ryan Reynolds, what the? Oh, because he's uncredited in A Million Ways to Die in the West. Sorry, Ted. I was doing Cameron Diaz, but I got her confused with Charlize. Oh, okay. So that's, when, when I said two earlier, that, okay. that was my two. Oh. So you get, you get oh. zeros. So neither one of you. Dang. Oh, because he's uncredited? Well, I mean, tech, yeah, so technically he's in the movie, so we're here too, then. Then our RIPD with Kevin Bacon. Oh, because he's in that. That was the well I was going back to. Okay. So I guess Brian gets a point then. Yeah, it says Deadpool 3 here under Ryan Reynolds. I They always do that shit. Well, it says announced next to it. Either way, we'll look at it later. Cool. Brian gets the point this week. Congratulations. Woo! On this game keeps just going better and better. What? Nothing. That's we don't. I. Will you uh, reach in there and hand me the green folder so I can update the scores? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So moving on to our main topic this week, uh, TV show revivals. Since Roseanne fucked herself out of hers, and uh, there were talks of some others coming back. I figured it would be fun to uh, discuss because we've had some that are doing rather well within um, with being a revival. Like Will and Grace is, seems to be. Is I know. I it's, mean, I know. like they're doing like a third season of it. Are we already passed? Or they, they just been one out so far, right? Two. Oh maybe. really? And uh, I mean, Fuller House is doing like its fourth on Netflix. One day at a time, I think, is doing. Their third, but I think it's also their final. I didn't know that was a thing. Just yeah. don't you. Brian has two points. I have two points. You have zero. I suck at this game. I will be more than willing to admit it. It is a terribly hard game. It is. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, should we keep reviving old shows? Right? Uh, I like, well, the problem that you have is that you have so many different ways to watch shit now. Yeah. That I think that they are struggling to build content. Instead of original syndicating content. things and, and right. just having things available, everybody wants their own thing now, and they want to own it all. So you, you have more and more the... players coming to the game that are diluting talent, whether yeah. it's writing or directing or acting. And so do you think that this is like a network pull to bring people back to watch live TV instead know. of streaming devices? I, maybe, but I, I think we're going to get to an age where it's going to be harder and harder to keep things longer term or do they decide to like can anything make it past three seasons yeah everybody gets bored and wants to move on and our attention span gets shorter and and we consume it you know a whole series on a rainy saturday rather than stretching it out over 26 weeks gotcha Um, (laughs) yeah bbc continues to crush tv show after tv show after tv Mm -hmm. show they smash it like their weekly procedure like you know and doctor who's been on for 50 years but But, that is a total anomaly because i feel like they they have to reinvent themselves but you've got you like you said earlier sherlock holmes sherlock great show killing eve is currently like the number one people who talk about tv you've got to watch this show i've got them dvr'd and and waiting for uh, a spate of evenings to crank them out. Paul Shear just talked about yeah. that on his podcast. Yeah. Said it was so good. Yeah. 
she's it's about some like hit or uh, assassin chick and they're trying to catch her or something like that and it's yeah. it looks pretty crazy yeah and really good but like Broadchurch was awesome uh luther is super fucking oh, good luther's so good luther's so damn good did you watch that before i told you about yeah okay. i watched it in college okay i was talking to somebody else about it the other day um Keeper. yeah i was thinking of him dumped out no oh. But, uh, so yeah, so uh, are you guys, I guess, are you guys watching any of the revived shows? Uh, no. No? Because like, there's, there's that inkling of people who are I like, yes, I want to see a floor house, Roseanne. <laughs> I mean, kind of Will and Grace, because I kind of got into that late in the game okay. and enjoyed it, but then just like, I just don't have want to spend my time on that. I yeah. Think. I'm not that big a fan. And then the... Uh, what was that other one you said? Uh, one day at a time. Yeah. I mean, I lived that the first time around and then like in syndication forever. Uh, he's taking care of it because Facebook Live doesn't ever upload here. Oh. Um, so. Yeah, because it's like, I, or like, do you, so I guess like with Will and Grace, like you said, you got into it late in the game when it originally aired. Mm-hmm. I guess what holds you back from watching it? Like, do you, is because you thought it ended well and ended on a good note? You didn't need anymore? Yeah, I don't feel like I needed anymore. Okay. Like, there wasn't like, hey, I gotta go back there. Yeah. So, you know, it just, there wasn't, a, you know, it just really felt like, hey, we're back and we're gonna do the same stuff again. Like, there's, I mean, it's, Interesting because it's not a new idea, but then it is also a new idea because they're in like our time, so they're still yeah. making commentary on things that are happening now or things that have happened in the past couple of years or, or that giant gap while they were gone. So you get to kind of have that like continuation. Whereas, like, understandably, I guess, like Fuller House and Will and Grace are doing really well with it, but. Uh, shit like Scrubs did not do very well with it. Like when that show ended originally, mm-hmm. that was it. Really that's though. That's last season. Huh? That's what I mean. Is that like it did not do well, and that's why it did not continue on ABC because it ended on NBC, and then ABC picked it up a couple of years later, and they made it that med school version, and it just it was it wasn't very good. Right. Um, and so it's like I didn't watch it when it was live on air, but I went back a couple of years ago, and you know watched it, and I, I mean it was it was terrible, and I didn't want to watch it because I wanted to preserve that ending for Scrubs because they did it so well, and I kind of the same way with Will and Grace, uh, so I haven't watched any of that. Roseanne, I just kind of was curious as to how everyone was doing because I feel like there was a much larger gap. So it's kind of interesting to see how they. One, what happened in that gap. Two, how they were like continuing their lives. Well, I think also with Roseanne, the way they ended it was so poorly. Like yeah. Dan dying, them winning the lottery, and Dan dying, and blah, 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 blah. And people were just like, how the hell are they doing that? So I think that may have been like, then when they did come back, they just totally ignored everything. Yeah. I think that may have been a big role, too. So is that I think really a lot like- of it is like how it ends, and if people are satisfied with that. Oh, like, how- like if Seinfeld came back right now, it would, it would do huge. Because people weren't happy with the way it ended, and they wanted more. Being in the Seinfeld, uh, I watched that in your basement, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. To say, being the Seinfeld expert, how would you guys feel about, like, if a show like that came back? And I guess, were you happy with the ending? No, the ending no. was terrible. Okay. 
Or is that holy ground? That treading holy ground yeah. for you? Uh, I, I don't know that it needs to come back. It would, you know, yeah, better ending would have been better. But I think it was like they probably should have ended it the year before or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, two seasons, but but you could say they did continue it on because Larry David. So it's the exact yeah. same show. It's not yeah. Jerry anymore. Now it's Larry David's life, but right. it's Larry David's life to begin with. Uh, Curb, he more than uh, he was. George. Yeah, he did Curb. So yeah, but you know what I mean. I mean George. It, was George still, and you know, Larry yeah. or, or <clears throat> Jerry, you know that the character <clears throat> split out of Larry David. So. Yeah. yeah. So know. they so they kind of did do that. Only they reshuffled, you know, character structure. Yeah, yeah. But it was the same. So yeah, I mean, and Curb did great, and then they brought it back, and you know. Well, they, so, they tried to do well. She it was it wasn't Elaine. It was just her own show, right? Yeah, she had a couple. She's the she's the most replaceable character though. Yeah. To me. And the one player, character they would have to replace would be Kramer because he spout off on some racist shit like Roseanne, I'm sure. Yeah. That's what they need is racist island. Yeah. All <laughs> the people from TV. I just, survivor. I just stand Roseanne in the first place, so I had to like, watch it. I grew up like I grew up watching that and it was like dad and I watched it together all the time. And it was one of those like yeah, they kind of live like we do. We're poor, you know, we're poor folks, too, in the Midwest. And so it made it uh, definitely, like, interesting to watch because it wasn't something... Their family wasn't anything I wanted to strive for, mm-hmm. but it was funny watching them because they interacted in similar ways, I guess. Um, I didn't want a, a, a Roseanne revival. One, she's done, like, this is not the first time that she's done shitty stuff. And uh, she's just like I felt like she was just done. Like I was like I, I, I'm done with Roseanne. Um, so I didn't need that. So they brought uh, Dan back by just ignoring it happened. Essentially, yeah. Like she, like the show opened up and he's got his like sleep apnea mask on, and she goes to shake him up, and then he like finally wakes up and she's like, I thought you were dead, and he was like, No, just sleep. I was like, yeah, something is wickedly dumb. It was all a dream. Yeah. Right. Uh, who did that? Dallas? Is that right? or, yeah. yeah. With Bobby and his contractual obligations. <laughs> so besides Will and Grace, what are some other successful revivals? I, like I said, Fuller House is definitely a yeah. successful revival. Yeah, they're the last season. Then, I know this is kind of old people-ish. Did any of you watch Hawaii Five-O? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's see, I wouldn't call that one a revival as much as a remake, sure. right? Because that's Same totally... Yeah. yeah. And all of the other CBS lineup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, is that, you know, like, Fuller House, that has survived three seasons probably because they didn't have anything better to do. Or, or something else to put in there. There's not enough competition, so these weaker shows are staying on, and they're investing more in them. And you know, well, and it's on Netflix, which is also right. like when it comes out, it's all out. Yeah. But like with Will and Grace, you have to wait for a weekly right. episodic show. So I, I just think it's getting spread too thin, and so there's not enough good creative people out there. So they got to go back to those wells and and redo them. And it's easy enough just to plug in new scripts with a premise like MacGyver or or Magnum P.I. Yeah. That's coming back, yeah. So, you know, Fantasy Island, Love Boat, we'll be all set. Yeah. But then you get things like Brooklyn Nine-Nine that are saved. 
via their networks because that's the best fucking show on television right now. Yeah. Probably <laughs> uh, is one of the better comedies out there. I mean, like, whole, wholeheartedly agree with that, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I love that show so much, and it was, like, a real bummer. And to find out that it was, like, it got kicked off because Fox got the NFL. Yeah. Like, they Well, they got the Thursday night game. They got the Thursday night game, so they decided to get rid of their best show. Like, I can understand Lucifer, but whatever. Like, move, move Brooklyn Nine-Nine to Sundays. Right. Uh, but, yeah, and then it got picked up by NBC because everybody was like... Because it's, it's under the NBC umbrella. Technically, yeah. yeah. What was it? Because it's Maureen universal. Isn't Maureen Michaels behind it, too? Maureen. Maureen. Now, no. that's that AP biology, which is fucking garbage. The guy who does... Um, who did Parks and Rec and then... Uh, mm-hmm. That shit, the Walmart one. Superstore. Superstore, and then uh, The Good Place. Yeah. So we were talking, I think, that they could end up being all in the same universe. Yeah, the t- like, the store that uh, Kristen Bell is walking out of when she gets killed in The Good Place is a superstore. And Cloud Nine. Or Cloud Nine, excuse yeah. me. And uh, I couldn't remember how we got it to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, but some, yeah, yeah somehow there are weird connections. Weird connection, like a Kevin Bacon type game. Yeah. Uh, but it, so that would be fun if they did that. Because they did a crossover episode with uh, New Girl. And just because they were on the same so, channel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that would then mean that New Girl would be connected to all those other shows. They would technically be in the same world. So is there any of them coming out that like you just won't watch because you hold the originals too precious to you? Like Will and Grace was that. Like I won't I won't watch like Magnum. Are you a big fan of Magnum that you won't give the, the new one a chance? Or no, I mean I I was a big fan of White Five O and and MacGyver, and I give both those a chance. So I would definitely give Magnum a chance. But if they do as good as they would, if they do as great of a job as MacGyver and CBS, right? Right. Yeah. And White Five O then. People won't last long. Yeah. Wi-Fi mode's okay. Wi-Fi mode and MacGyver are both on. Still. Yeah. I mean, Wi-Fi mode's going in fifth or sixth season. But it's not a bad show. I mean, it, it, it is a complete reboot. I mean, the only thing that... The, the best part about Hawaii 5.0 is there's literally like three murders a year or less in Hawaii until mm-hmm. every week on Hawaii 5.0 is a murder. <laughs> or like more like 20. It's like, it's like North, it's St. Louis 5.0, you know, instead of Hawaii 5.0. Jeez. So, yeah, it... It, uh, but MacGyver's just wanted that to be good, and it's terrible. Really? Not good? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like, Scrubs was one of those, too, that I, I, I didn't watch it until... I didn't watch that shitty ABC season until it was on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Yeah. And I was really sad after I watched it, because it was so bad. Uh, but, what like, I guess... Uh, the next question then is if you had your pick of shows that you felt were ended either abruptly or a show that you wanted to see more of, what would it be? I'll try to remember the name of it. Um, there was two shows that I absolutely loved as a kid. It was the, uh, the Steven Spielberg one. Uh, the tales from the yeah. tales from the dark side, or well, they are doing that. Astonishing tales. Yeah, Spielberg's doing it, right? I think so. He's got his hand in it. They're bringing it. 
like they're bringing it back in some fashion. Okay. Kind of like how they brought back the Outer Limits. Well, like the Friday night prime time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another one. It was it was very Indiana Jones ish. Yeah. Young Indiana Jones. No, no, no. It was like, <laughs> something in the Golden Idol or something like that. And it was this like this is Indiana Jones type. It was on NBC, and it was like right around the same time as this, the Astonishing Tales. I'm trying to remember what the fudge it was. It's killing me. You know, we are explicit here, so. Uh, okay. Jason, any, any that you would like to see? Why wrap my brain? Uh, a lot of the ones that, as a kid, that I loved, they have done something with. You know, Battlestar Galactica was one of the mm-hmm. first TV shows I remember watching, and I didn't I, I know that people have liked it. I didn't watch any of the new show at all. It was on I mean, you gotta give me Cylons with metal bodies and red eyes. Yeah, that's you weren't like real ones. You can't give me I mean, I'm I'm cheesy, I keep trying I keep putting that in my feed to watch it yeah. and I just can't. Like, it's it was pretty good. And then you go to shows that really couldn't possibly be redone like Dukes of Hazard or you know uh, well you know, so again chips you know, they, you know, they did, they a, did movie, a movie, uh, yeah. you know, so I definitely watched so, all of those serialized 80s shows. And then if you go to something slightly newer, they did bring back Futurama, which is probably as an adult, my all-time favorite yeah. show. And the new episodes uh, are not good. They weren't, right? They're, like, they're they, awful. There was like, something missing yeah. there. When well, they, even when they moved it to Comedy Central, every time, where they could go a little yeah. bit darker than they were on Fox. Every time Zap Brannigan came on, I'd get all excited and nothing would happen. And I was like, he didn't even say anything, nothing, nothing funny. And, you know, so I, that was... Let me ask you a question. Is it better for them to do horrible movie rip-offs like Dukes of Hazards, Chips, no. or would you rather see them actually try to revive the show itself? I don't think you can. I mean, you can, because they're obviously doing that with other things, but this is the whole problem, is you have people setting about trying to reboot instead of rewarding people. You have Netflix and the things that you guys watch all the time now, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, that are pumping out content, but there's so much content now that instead of, three, you know, three or four people getting together and writing a great show for CBS or NBC like happened in the 80s and, you know, say early to mid-90s, oh, you know, man. now you have everyone getting their own show. Until they go, like, you know, there's probably not going to be any more Atlanta because Glover's, you know, making so much money doing these other things now. Yeah. So he has no reason to go back to that, you know, and everybody loves that. But that, so that's the call now is everyone can get, here's, here's $50 million, make your pet project on Netflix or, you know, Hulu or Google, however they're going to do it. You know, it's going to give them Amazon, going to give them money to do all these things. And remember, so remember people aren't Riptide? doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Look on the road, yeah. the helicopter. That'd be great. Or bring that back. Or I love that show. You can never go wrong with police shows. They're almost the greatest always... American hero. That like that is coming back. Oh, is it? That's, That's coming like, back. That could and be, yeah, it's supposed to be a Muslim girl, right? It's the uh, it's Cece from New Girl. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember. I her thought name her character was going to be. She's Muslim. No, no, I thought the character was going to be too. Remember Spencer oh, for Hire? Probably. Yeah, Robert, uh, yeah, what's his face? Robert You could do, you, you know, it would be easy to do something like Miami Vice, you know, which again, they did movies. Like, yeah, and they tried to, like, even, like, make that, like, a serious movie yeah. with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, it, like, 
I guess I've like Firefly and Pushing Daisies are the big ones for me that pop up that were like cut too short. And I would love to see rev- like revived because I think that there is like a large story to tell. Granted, uh, with Pushing Daisies, they were gifted the knowledge of being canceled. So they did try to like tie everything up in like a nice little bow at the end. But I just felt like there could have been more. And with uh, Firefly, you got Serenity after that, which kind of helped tie up some loose ends. But I still, I and I feel like Firefly is like one of those like copish shows, or like Star Trek or Doctor Who, where it's like you can reinvent it all the time. So, so here's your problem with things now is with sci-fi. How are you going to do a real good sci-fi TV show, a really good one? Especially something spacey without having to spend a ton of money on CGI. Exactly. You know, so movies are great now. You know, you can watch them now and everything's great. But how are you going to do that on a TV show? Battlestar Galactica? Cheesy. The original. What about cheesy? Star Trek. Great. Star Trek. Cheesy. It was. It's great. You know, they even make it three seasons. Yeah. Right. So that's. So is that a revival or is that just a continuation? Which is a Star Trek That would, I mean, I would assume that that would be something akin to Doctor Who. Because yeah. it's like they all yeah. are still within the same universe. Um, but it's, I mean, it's what, like, a, I think a sci-fi show like that has to do. Just because we do one, everybody gets too big and they can't yeah. afford. Uh, and two, you get, you know, a little bit better. You get a little bit better with the technology and CGI, like you said. Plus, plus we're, everyone's afraid to do something crazy. So we get a lady doctor. Yeah. Now, you know, we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to get, the if, if they don't wait. Too long, and he doesn't, you know, get too old. We're going to get an Idris Elba bond, yeah, which is mouthwatering. And I love Daniel Craig. Yeah, I mean, I literally think he's the best yeah, bond. Really like Elba, and I too. love Sean Connery. But if you now talk, this is LeBron versus Jordan. Yeah, you've got Sean Connery had like three great movies, mm, and okay. then some good movies that I'm going to watch, even the ones that people don't like that much, except for the, you know, Never Say Never Again. I did, <laughs> right. but. You know, with Craig, now you've got this building litany of movies that everyone is really good, you know. But see, because we've had a similar conversation about something like this where yep. it's like, it's really good now because yeah. we're like out there and we're seeing yeah. it. But do you think that there will be like a flip on Daniel Craig? Because like personally, he's he's not one of my favorite no, Bonds. No, no, no. But I think the movies themselves are good, yep. but I just don't like him as Bond. But he's... He's what he's he's more secret agent and less gadget agent. True. You know, like like Roger Moore was. Or so, like you know, handsome but, dude. Yeah. And so you get back to Andrew Silver and now maybe you can do something different than Daniel Craig. You know, now where you know, that very first, you know, Craig scene where he beats up the guy in the bathroom, mm-hmm. it's just like that is exactly what I wanted out of Bond. Not the watch that has the magnetic face that pulls something over. You know, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's what you want. Not the so Pierce Brosnan yeah. bond. So it went from there. And, and you can't Not hurt that every single... Bond. Oh, true. Oh. But every every one of those movies had the right car, too. Oh, yeah. Which is as bond as anything else. And yeah. So Intercell would definitely going to have the right car. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, that's what they've been saying for years was whenever Craig stepped aside. And so if you have something like that, like with The Lady Doctor, you know, you have a show that people are going to say, all right, we're going to go. We're gonna cool, we're chance. still on. And if she's, yeah. if she's not good, you know what? She regenerates, and we get a different bond. We get a we get a uh, we get an Indian bond, or right. we get something else. Because BBC or not, you know, you know, the Sky and the people that own these shows, they will do that. And we want it, want the member berries, and we want 
same. <laughs> you want that David Tennant to do it for, Well, yeah. no, but I mean, our American TV shows, we want the same thing because it worked 20 years ago when Which nothing is the same as it was 20 years ago. Exactly. Uh, so, well, here's, you know, we didn't see this, this phenomenon has not been reoccurring until now. You know, it wasn't like. It wasn't like in the, in the 70s, 70s they, they were rebooting, like, Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Well, that's because the show was on from 1952, 1977. Okay. <laughs> MASH or... So or like, I I German, like, I German Genie wasn't right down in the 80s. <laughs> right. But you know, they didn't make a movie out of it. They did, and it was in the 90s when we had this, like, total uh, nostalgia... Did they do a movie out? Yes. Yeah, okay. they did it with Will Ferrell and Nicole yeah. Kidman. Yeah. No, that was uh, Bewitched. Or this Bewitched. Yeah. I Dream of Genie, I don't think it's been oh, touched. Yeah. yeah. That's, I was thinking Bewitched, too. Um, but yeah, it is this, like, total case of nostalgia that we have, and, like, yeah, it should be like it once was, like, let's make America great again. <laughs> but it's redo it. Mean, exactly. I mean, come on, they canceled the shows in the first place. Right, like, they didn't work, like, there was a reason that they didn't work then, whether either the show was either, A, not that good, uh, which was like a ratings case for like Firefly. Like it was a good show, just didn't get the ratings, and that's why it got canned. Yeah. Or you have something like uh, Parks and Rec or Roseanne, where it was like the cast and crew were done here's, with the show. Here's one that I hear one one a show that I listen to uh, on occasion that they continue to talk about with this reboot is Cheers. Oh. That you you can reset Cheers Jeez. in a different city or. In Boston, but you can reset Cheers in a different place, and you got Sonny and Philip, and you have, you know, you have a show which the idea was, and I don't know, it's a little bit different now because I'm not sure, you know, twenty to thirty year olds spend as much time in a bar. Uh, you would know. I would you know. hope. So do you, have, do you have? <laughs> but, but they do, but not that you go norm beer, beer me. Hey, Those kind of things. Do people do that? Because you know we could identify with. You know, going to that that bar, you know, mm -hmm. and things like that, and that's a show that everyone, you know, that I continue to hear brought up. That yeah, what they could reboot Cheers, they could do it, yeah. do something easily, you know, like that. That would be interesting, and I'm like, because it, it is, I get like within my realm of bartending that I've done, I definitely have more. Uh, I guess it started out with more older couples, but then it was just like at the start of this year, I started to have uh, a bunch of young couples that would come in and it would be like every Thursday was half price wine night, but it's like, there are shit ton of places that do half price wine night and they kept coming back like to black market. But it's and, the idea of the show. That is the thing that people liked and not, there was a, a character that everyone loved or right. identified with. It's not necessarily that. So, so you can't read. Corey's not liking the tears reboot talk. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Sorry, Corey. It's kind of hollow ground too. I, I just don't know about idea. that. I don't think I can buy into. I mean, buy into a Cheers reboot. I mean, you could reboot it, and it like what you if could Dan... disguise it very well too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like what Brian said. I mean, you could do it, and you have always sunny. Yeah, yeah, and it's a night. Yeah, it's not that we would do that. Yeah. No, I. What is everybody saying, Ted? Since you are. Uh, no, it was just basically Corey. Uh, For Corey, he said, shut, that's why I said, shut your dirty mouth. Cheers can never be rebooted. Say cheers one more time. Tables are going to flip. <laughs> Corey, it's Careful. Uh, not a, my he's, idea. He's I stole it. He's a Patreon sponsor, so don't piss him off. But yeah, uh, so Brian picked something up for you, Corey. I wanted to make sure you saw it. We got the 
Toys R Us exclusive since they're going out. The last place. Toys R Us exclusive. But it's Ray and Jedi training who for years meticulously looked for Luke Skywalker. I finally found him. So that's what you get when you contribute to Patreon. <laughs> yeah. We think about you. You get you, shit. You get in our thoughts and prayers. Especially when Toys R Us is going out of the like For sure. Uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all right. Well, it's interesting to hear from you guys because I know we all kind of come from diff a little bit different eras in TV. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of overlaps as well. Yeah, Jason helps bridge the gap between Ted and me. Is that right? <laughs> um. Oh, cool. So, you find your show over there, Ted? I'm still looking. Yeah. It's gonna It's on the tip of my brain, too. I kind of remember what you're talking about, but the don't. That's a guy. He had a plane and was like fucking after. He's like a treasure hunter, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's it's nice just hunt, like it? DuckTales. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. <laughs> I'm looking. Go ahead. All right, keep okay. going. Let's talk about some merchandise. Well, I was going to say, uh, yeah, we'll talk about some merchandise. You guys cool. just obviously went to Toys R Us. We did. Uh, so you. Did you pick up anything? Yeah. Did you guys pick up anything for yourselves? Uh, yeah, we got a. We each got a Play-Doh thing. Okay. That one, yeah, Star I was Wars. Supposed to, I was supposed to. So it's like Wars. the Play-Doh cans are like the character. So like. Oh, Mila, my niece, yeah, has that. It comes so he, with the Millennium Falcon. You got the Hawk one. That's the snow speeder, and you make adats and the little rope. And then yeah. I got what did, what not, I got the the land speeders. It comes with Jawas and. Nice. Yeah. I, I, they had to be a couple bucks. I don't know. We, they were at the entrance when we were coming in. And, uh, we also each got a, uh, you know those iHome speakers? Yeah. They sounded pretty good. They had the Death Star on sale for like 14 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, so we each got one of those. Uh, what else we get? I got a plethora of things to load up for Theo along the way here. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? His name is Thor. We're yeah. on the podcast. Thor. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I had to start calling my people to get to see him. Yeah. I had to start around the field more because of relatives visiting town. She's like, Tar, why don't they call him Tar? Oh, Jesus. It's like, this away. is the fucking. Oh, speaking of Thor. I was going to ask if we were going to get the story. Yeah. And uh, somebody from. Uh, no, we certain, forgot to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, somebody from a certain movie came to my. Okay, car. well, first of all, you gotta explain yourself. You're no longer where? Uh, unfortunately, I'm no longer at Black Market on the east end of Mass Avenue. You're no. now where? Now I'm at Flat 99 inside the Alexander Hotel. On Stop South it. That, that place is corporate. They could pay for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very valid point. Yeah. I could continue to play it. It's a uh, hotel bar. But it's a hotel bar, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and it's uh, right there at South and uh, South and Delaware. Delaware. And uh, I had a very. Now you, you Very sent, thunderous guest. You sent the text message out before the race that Hemsworth, who came into town, to what? To he was. was yeah, there was somebody that was like, waving a green flag at the race. Who was it? Or what? What? What are you? What the fuck are you trying to get at? Man? I have to be. He's NDA for my job. Yeah, for my job. So now you're gonna have to edit all this out, and now I'm on fuck Facebook that. Live because you can't fucking <laughs> pick up on social you, cues. You, you might want to tell somebody that. I was doing this, and then you said, "Well, why not talk about it? What are you doing?" You know, what, bring it. Bring it. They can Whatever. sue you all they want. Anyway, Chris Hemsworth came in, and I talked to him about chicken wings. So that's <laughs> fucking amazing. Can you not tell the story? I can, but I was trying to be discreet about it for confidentiality okay. and reasons. 
So did anything happen interesting in work this past week? Yeah, some thunderous guest came in and asked me about chicken wings, and I fucking became a pedal. Oh yeah, a pedal on the floor. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I shook his hand. Would you so. Would you recommend? I recommended Chatham Wings because they were closer, and I don't think he'd go all the way up to KSR, which is where the best wings in India. Yeah, that, that, that hard argument. And if you wanna fight but me about just, it, at uh, me. hey, where where are some good wings at, mate? Boy, mate, like what? You want chicken wings? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Batman! And so yeah, so. Kentucky, or uh, Keystone Sports Review. Okay. <laughs> Kentucky Sports Chicken. No, the wings we got. Oh, chat. Yeah, those are really good. Those are really good. Yeah, yeah. they're the second best. I was like, I ate wings with you sometime recently, and they're really good, and it was not it was what Chatham. you just said. It was Chatham. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right, back to merchandise. Back to merchandise. Yeah, so we, uh, I don't know, we scored. Bunch of stuff to figure what about, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No figures. Little Thundercats. The pathetic figures. I grabbed one to see what it pulled because they were half price, and those things are ridiculously expensive. It was $6.99 half price? Yeah. Those were 12 That's fucking why Toys R Us went out of business. Well, the thing is, you, we were in there, and you know, I've been saying all along that they, they jacked the prices up and then discounted them. So we were literally. So everything we, we were, we were normal going, price. Yeah, we were going through one row, and they had things tagged with individually price tagged. At like three bucks, but then on the box itself, these are like some blind bags and stuff. They they had their their price now of five ninety nine, forty percent off. Jeez. Tales of the Golden Monkey. Oh yeah, or the Gold Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I mean, not too good. It only lasted a season. <laughs> this is it. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. So. Uh, so you tell they're really clean out warehouses. They got big lots of stuff. But they're still get they got new Incredibles toys in there. Interesting. You know they still have new stuff coming in, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Um, well, it's like because like you said, they've got it all. Uh, they've got it all priced up so high that even if it is new and they mark it forty percent down, it's what everybody else is charging for. Right. Exactly. Which they started doing with the Legos right away. You know they marked them up fifteen twenty percent and knock it down five. Yeah. So, but at the end of this month is when they're done. So I'd say the store was probably what half full, maybe a little more. I don't remember those. I was in there a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, there was starting to be some bare shelves. I mean, the the pops are about cleared out. Although they had a hundred of those vinyl Dark Side and Martian Man. Yeah, they had like a hundred of a certain thing. It's yeah. just like a goofy ass pairing. Yeah, it, they don't ever like why not Dark Side and Superman yeah, or something else. So yeah, I, I, would, I just had this vision of uh, Moana would make uh, a great uh, Lobo. Moana? Not Moana. The Rock? No, uh, you're the Aquaman. Um, Momoa? Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> well, he's playing Aquaman. And The Rock no, is playing... Dude, he'd be a great Lobo. Uh, he would, and I thought The Rock would be a good one, too. Uh, I don't... I, Definitely don't think he would look good with that amount of hair as we saw in the Scorpion. Yeah. yeah. As we saw in uh, Hercules. So I did get my uh, latest loot crate. Okay. And this looks like one for the sharing. Go, gotcha. gotcha. So what was the theme this one? You know, let's see if we can figure that out. Okay. Because I am not sure. Gotcha. So we open the box and it opens up to Archer. Archer. Now this this I'm gonna have to put in Grayson's graduation packet, but we get a Deadpool t-shirt. That's awesome. surprise. <laughs> he'll, he'll like that. We get this. I think this should go to Ted. The 
big Lebowski oh, pin. Nice. Ooh, um, Punisher. Punisher sticker. Okay. Uh, this pin unlocks something epic. It's part of those like box games that they. Oh, do. this looks like something you might like. Oh, the Bluth wallet. <laughs> Is there? Oh, there's a card in there. Classic, classic Velcro wallet. There's money, money in the banana, banana stand. <laughs> I feel Brandy got all the time. She has no idea what I'm talking about. You've not made her watch that? Oh, oh no, she's not watching you. She didn't pick up on it, but there's a hole in the house at the little house where I was stashing it. I think I might have to keep this one. Classic Archer figure. classic figure. And then a uh, Deadpool movie poster. Small one. What the hell is the theme for this one? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, that's cool. It's a flash uh, dance. What is it? Detective? Role models. Okay. Yeah. So role models is a theme. So that'll go him. I give him the Punisher too. Yeah. What a role model the Punisher would make. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Let's see what Archer. Classic Archer, Archer figure, figure is. While we wrap the show up. What we're doing now, we could do a uh, guy walks into a bar question. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Somebody does fucking have a birthday coming up. That Ted. show is probably so terrible now when you watch it again. Yeah, I don't care. That looks like Tailspin, the live action show. <laughs> uh, so, I guess from your Tales of the Gold Monkey. Well, it, it says the lead was played by Stephen J. Collins, who went on to. Uh... Seventh Heaven? Yes. And, and is like a child oh, yeah, luster. Yes, yes, oh, great seven. pick. To... <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I'm going to have a drink with him. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. That is for your bar. Yes. That's amazing. Dang, that bottle is really well done. I love Archer. So, Jason, from a uh, TV show that you would like brought back, which main character would you want to sit down and have a drink with? Oh. From one that is brought back? From one, like we talked from about, like a show that, like when I asked, no, when I asked, like you wanted a show to come back. You guys all gave an answer. From that answer, what who would you like to have a drink with? Is that Brannigan? There you go. <laughs> the one thing about him that bothered me is that whoever was doing his voice was just it, it was it was supposed to be Phil Hartman. Right. And they were trying to do their best Phil Hartman. Yeah. And just Yeah. But it was just the great things he said, which was why they brought back the new the reboot and they were missing that guy, I guess, yeah. that wrote his lines because he just didn't have anything great. To this day, yeah. Phil Hartman is like the biggest miss mm -hmm. ever. Yeah, dude, we talked, because that came up in our little <clears throat> break that we had was like his 20th yep. anniversary being gone. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, because you posted about this already. Yep. <laughs> uh, exactly, because that is exactly what I think of. Is that right again? Literally, well, yeah, because Futurama is probably my favorite TV show for the past so 25 he's got years. A, and a new uh, one coming out on Netflix. Yeah. I haven't we'll seen anything about it. But yeah. 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 And that, that was the thing. The first year or season or whatever they wrote, they had written written the stuff for it. And it was that Hartman was going to do the voice. And then he passed. And so I was like, well, we'll get someone else. And it was he was good, but you could always tell, like you right. said, Teddy, that he was trying to be Bill Hartman. Right. Because then one of the Lionel Hutz episodes of Simpsons was on. And, I was and you like, hear Phil Hartman, oh, and you're just like, oh, oh yeah. you bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right, Brian, you had 
Funny so time. this is a show that has oh been. God. Oh my god! <laughs> I give you this fucking. Either one, it's an acceptable option. I don't every, remember every anyway. fucking week with this guy, Jay. I'm sure you listen to that. Magnum PI. Okay. Oh. From who? From Magnum PI. TC. Magnum. TC is the correct answer. TC. The correct. I was trying to figure out a helicopter. Get drunk and go on a helicopter right around Hawaii sounds amazing. I never, I think the problem with that question was I never got to one that previously that I would revive. And Higgins is the wrong answer. <laughs> Higgins is a dick. I would go with Emerson uh, from Pushing Daisies, who was uh, played by Chi McBride. He okay. is one of the, like, one, I love him as an actor, but. To his character was really cool. Gotcha. So. That was also a correct answer. No, I saw Starbuck. Starbuck. Yeah. yeah. The original. Oh. Apollo. Starbuck. Apollo. That's true. Apollo yeah. Star. Um, merchandise wise, for me though, if I could do a quick shout out, I entered one of those damn stupid Facebook contests. Yes. Yeah. Online uh, <laughs> with. Uh, Pure Fandom, which is a cool, like, geek pop culture website. So now you got a hundred unsolicited emails coming at you? I don't. I haven't received one email since they sent me my prize because I actually won. And uh, so, yeah, so I won a framed print of the Hall of Faces from Game of Thrones. And it came framed, which is our big... Well, it wasn't really the Hall do. of Faces. It was all the major actors. Well, it was six. As... It was six of them oh, from man. the major ones. So it's, I mean, it's like that big. It's like that 15 by 20? About, yeah. And, uh, well, the frame itself. So it got, like, matted. The picture itself is on, like, a little bit bigger than an 11 by 18. Um, but it, so it only has six characters from Game of Thrones, but they happen to all be, like, some of my favorites. So. Awesome. It's got Jon Snow, Daenerys, um, Oberyn, as we talked about earlier with Pascal. Uh, Jamie's on there. Arya's on there. Tyrion. And uh, Tyrion. Yeah. So. Very cool. None of the characters I hate are on there. Something to put on your new wall in your new place. That's right. Tubby's moving out. Let's wrap this up so that the boys can go meet up. Tubby's moving on up. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, this will wrap it up for us this week. So if you wanted to find us on social media, you could do so with our uh, Instagram and Twitter handle at nerdspeak underscore. Or use the hashtag NerdVersus or uh, NerdSpeak, and we can find you there. Tell us we're wrong, tell us we're right, tell us what show you would like revived, uh, and tell us which revivals suck. So we'd love to hear from you. Brian, if they wanted to give us money to help out with the podcast, where can they do that? If you would like to be one of our Patreon members, you can join us at patreon.com forward slash NerdSpeak, or you can uh, find that link on our website at NerdSpeak.one as well. There you can join one of our many levels of uh, geek support and uh, help us uh, keep the show on the air and us having fun and Corey getting stuff. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us here. Uh, we will see you next week, hopefully, as long as nothing comes up. And uh, we'll see you later, Nerd Nation. Everybody of the week. This is America. What is going on?
weird outro. What happened?